Welcome to Movies I Show My Brother. I'm your host, Lucas Green. And I'm the brother, Levi Green. And this time, it's war. Somewhere in deepest space, all hell is breaking loose. They cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. Get them out of there! Aliens. This time, it's war. Aliens, the new movie. Rated R. Welcome back to Movies I Show My Brother, a podcast where I, Lucas Green, and my brother Levi Green show each other movies we may have missed throughout the years, and we check in on some cool new uh, movies coming out this year. Like, we'll explore uh, Die Hard, the Point Break, the Superman series, and some cool new movies coming out this year, like Shazam, Captain Marvel, and Us. So join us on this ride. This week, we'll be talking about 1986's aliens yeah that s is really important in there oh yeah in that title uh, and and this one there is definitely a couple more aliens than the last one if you missed our last uh podcast uh we talked about the original alien movie directed by ridley scott that came out in 72 and this week uh levi has never seen aliens so we're taking a deep dive into this one so levi if you want to give us a little summary of the movie uh hit, hit us up with that well, this is a direct sequel to Alien, but it takes place 57 years after. Uh, the Ridley gets picked up in her stasis pod, and she tells them her story about the aliens, and they don't believe her because they tell What's her that? that there's, spoilers, already a colony on that planet. And that goes to the theme of this series. No one listens to Ripley. So... They're like, oh, it'll be fine until they lose contact with that planet and send a spaceship full of Marines to go kill these aliens. Isn't it kind of funny how as soon as she wakes up, they lose contact with them? I mean, that's pretty convenient. pretty great time. Why did it take 57 years? It's just floating around. She's floating around <laughs> in space. No, no, no. Why did it take 57 years for the aliens to take over the planet again? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It's been 57 years since she's seen it. Yeah, so, like, it de- when did they send the colony, and how long did it take for them to find the eggs and whatnot? The- ah, crap. I think they said something about how long the colony's been oh, there. Oh, I don't know. I, I think it's been that. there for, oh, I think they said less than 10 years. All right, that's still way too long to... It's on the outer reaches of space. No, it's they way too long for the aliens to not already take over. Eh, it's a big planet. And they uh, they said there's something like a hundred and fifty colonists. Yeah, it was a big, big how many, colony. How many of them do you think had face huggers and made aliens? Like, how many aliens do you think there are in this plural? There's a lot of them. I mean, there's the queen. I mean, the, the spoiler alert: in the end of the movie, there's an alien queen. It Which, lays the eggs, so it kind of changes the whole idea. Well, that of doesn't how really make sense to me. Is. Well, yeah, that's something we can discuss. Let's 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 taper off on that just a little bit until later. Hmm? Let's go into what you think about this movie, Levi. This was a movie. I can't it, believe you. Keep I'm talking. sorry. You you and Garrett, our friend, are gonna be upset with me because I I enjoyed it. It was a good popcorn movie for the eighties. But the whole yeah, time I was sitting there, I was waiting I was waiting for movie. Yeah, it was. I was sitting there waiting for Schwarzenegger and Stallone to come out of nowhere and start killing aliens. But it's just like, one. yeah, but you you said it in the last episode. It was a major tone shift from the first one to this one. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it goes from a horror movie to an action movie. I, I wrote down somewhere. I think it was. It goes from. I think I mentioned somewhere, someplace that it was like a horror movie that had some action in it to an action movie that had some horror in it. Yeah, that is it a great just summary. Completely changes what is the weight of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it comes from them not doing a sequel in 10 plus years. Um, they, I guess the Fox execs didn't really think an alien sequel would do well. And then they got new execs in and then things start rolling and we'll get into facts a little bit later, but um, they decided we'll go with the script and they went with it and they tried a different tone. And that, I mean, that's where that came from. Well, and this different tone also came from the writer and director, James Cameron. Oh, yeah, who and did Terminator. You can clearly tell it's a James Cameron movie. Just why, from why do you say the that? action. Oh, that's not a bad thing. It's a great mm-hmm. thing. But it's oh, just, yeah, I mean, you can't bet against James Cameron. And that's also why it took so long, right? Because he was making Terminator first. Well, and now we're diving into facts a little sorry, bit. Sorry, sorry. But no, it's fine. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, we don't have structure in the show at all. <laughs> I mean, um... That's a lie we do. Anyone that's listening for the first time. Um, I apologize. It's okay. We can come uh, back to that. What was I going to say? James Cameron. Yeah, he was working on Terminator Terminator for a little bit. They sat him start writing a script, and he got like 90 pages done. And they liked it so much that they let him finish Terminator and then come back and work on this. And then they liked the script so much, and then Terminator had such a great success that they brought him on as the director too. So that's why... It kind of feels this way and is kind of so different. It's the success of James Cameron's first movie and then him coming in and doing this. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing your reaction to this movie is uh, better than mine? Uh, yeah, it's a cla- <laughs> to me this is a classic, you turn it on and just have a good time kind of movie. It's an awesome, like just cheese 80s movie. Like you said, you said it's like that, and it is. I mean, it's straight up an action 80s movie. It's so different from the first one, and it's it makes them two different movies that you can watch two different times and get like different things out of each of them. Yeah, it's sad that it's not like the straight-up horror movie like the first one, but it's a lot of fun, and all these characters are so awesome. Like, uh, one thing I wrote down while I was watching the movie, I think this movie has a lot more memorable memorable character... I cannot speak. I feel like this movie has a lot more memorable characters than Alien did. Oh, definitely. movie. Because you have people like Bill Paxton killing it as um, Hicks, and then you got Hudson, you got all these Duke, uh, Vasquez, you got all these people who are like... Making their own roles, even though they're just tiny roles. You got the sergeant at the um, that's in charge of the little squad. The oh, what's his name? The uh, android. I love the android in this one. What's I don't remember name? his name. Burke. Irk. That's it. I Burke. love no, the Bishop, android. Bishop. 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 Oh yeah, it was Bishop. It was Bishop. Yes, I love Bishop in this. He's so great. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like this one. Had better characters than the first one in it, and they mm. were allowed to like blossom. Well, they were all like they had small bigger parts. characters, not bigger roles, but bigger personalities. You know? Oh yeah, it was definitely more of the like horror, quiet kind of thing, more reflective. Whereas the action movie, you can 
build it up. You can be bigger in these kind of things and act out. And I felt like that that made this one. I think this one's better than the first one. Really? Yes. Wow. And it's hard to compare them because they are two different movies. Mm-hmm. Two very, very different movies. Ten years apart, like you said. Ten years apart. One's an action movie. One's a horror movie. I just feel like this one has the rewatchability that I can just throw it on and be like, oh, this is awesome. It has so many great lines in it. And like I said, the characters are great. Not that the characters in the first one weren't great, but this one is constantly moving forward and there's no laws and it's just straight up some awesome action scenes too. Mm-hmm. So and I think my, that's my vert. Sorry. No, that's good. And my final reaction uh, is definitely the very first note I wrote down was that dang cat survived it's, 57 it, years in that pod. So my my first note was uh, she calls the cat stupid when she first sees it, and I knew that you would be happy about that. <laughs> oh, yes. As soon as she said that, I'm like, oh, Levi's going to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you, you like Bishop. Do you like him more than Ash, the first android? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. What do you I'm, like about Bishop? I mean, from the jump, you knew he was an android, so there wasn't that twist but he was also just a better character like he had more dimensions because they had to interact with her her being afraid of robots because she was almost killed by one mm-hmm. and it's just like he was just a great very well written very well portrayed i wish i knew that actor's name but the way he just portrayed the robot was very well done I like that the whole time he's trying to win Ripley over. He's yes. trying to be the good guy. He's trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. He goes out in the sh- out in the planet even though he doesn't want to. He sacrifice like almost sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. And yeah, we'll we'll get there in a little bit. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, you're right. He's a more better character. I like that from the get go. You know, he's mm-hmm. an android kind of thing. I like how she reacts to it because mm-hmm. she would be terrified of an android after yeah. the first movie how he tried to kill her oh yeah so when he sees when she sees that white milk blood kind of thing she freaks out and i thought that was really cool why was that coming that out of his fingertips because he missed Remember oh he cut missed. himself oh right he did the knife trick mm-hmm. and one of the characters even mentions he's like I-, I thought you didn't miss bishop and he looks at it and he cut himself ah i didn't get that mm-hmm. the first time yeah and that, that was a cool part, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was very cool. We'll get to that in the facts. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you think was your favorite part, Levi? My favorite part? Ooh. <sighs> That's hard. Uh, well, any scene with Bill Paxton was great. He steals the show in this movie. Definitely. I love oh, Bill yeah. Paxton. The late Bill Paxton. He, uh, Rest he in kills peace. it in this movie. He is just every scene he's in, he's just chewing it up, and it's mm. so great. That's another thing that and, makes this movie so good. In one scene, he's chewing it up too much, but I'll let that one slide. Which scene? Uh, that goes to my favorite quote: "Is just after they get attacked by the aliens, mm-hmm. right after, and he's just like, it's game over, man, it's game over.' And oh just my gosh, freaking that's out. Perfect. Oh, it's that so the, hilarious." It, that's the quote of the movie. Man. It is. It is. I loved it. And but he, he just improved it. They just let him go off the rails in that scene. He was just Game freaking over, out. Man. It was Game great. That's perfect. He, he, well, wait, he, I'm pretty sure he said "man" like 50 times. 
Oh yeah, I think there's a count somewhere online. He oh, said it's insane. The whole movie. So favorite part? Uh, but the definitive favorite part would have to be the ending. Uh, this is spoiler territory. Oh wait, yeah, we might want to throw up a spoiler warning. Uh, so we're going to dive into spoilers now, since we're going into favorite moment, least favorite moment, and we'll dive into deep details of the movie. Uh, before we do, your reaction to this movie? It is. I would recommend it to a friend. You would recommend it to a friend. We'll dive into more of that into our final verdict towards the end of the podcast, so stick around. But now we're going to dive into some sweet and juicy spoilers for this movie. Levi, your favorite part? My favorite part is the very end. Well, the very end when they just got done fighting the alien queen and they think that they killed it. And all of a sudden, the alien queen just rips uh, uh, the yes. android in half. Bishop. And I, in my notes, I'm freaking out because it's just like, what? Where did that come from? And uh-huh. you thought it was done, but there's another 10, 15 minutes left. And that was I insane. Remember I thought I they killed this. Bishop. I was sad. Me too. I even said, I even wrote in my notes, I'm like, I'm so upset that they ripped Bishop in half because mm-hmm. I thought they killed him. When I first saw this movie, I was so sad. I'm like, no, I love Bishop. Well, cause Why did they kill him? In that scene, he also saved her life. So it's like he finally yeah, won exactly. her over and then he gets uh-huh. ripped in half. Uh, that got me. It got me too. Mm, that was, was a great so, moment. Uh, I was so sad when that happened. But thankfully, he's still alive and... He lives till the end, like mm-hmm. he didn't die. So that's awesome. What was your favorite moment? My favorite moment, I was just thinking about this, it is hard to do because this movie, as I said, is pretty great. Um, my favorite moment would have to be when the aliens first show up. Mm-hmm. The crew is looking for the banded um, colonists, and mm-hmm. they are taken to this place where they think they are. Mm-hmm. And they find them, and they're in the walls, like in cocoons, basically, mm-hmm. getting ready to be eaten. There was a very and similar. All you do is see the aliens start coming from the walls. Mm-hmm. They're like laying, they're like sitting up against the wall, so you can't see them. But they're coming out of the walls and out of the woodwork and out of the roof. And I thought it was a really cool reveal because then they just start massacring everyone and then it goes into straight up chaos. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome. It's just such a cool, like, reveal of the aliens. Like, they've been built up this whole time and then you finally get to see them and they just wreck shop on these Marines. Mm -hmm. And that whole time, I sent you a message while I was watching it that saying that these guys are all going to die. They're way too overconfident. And as soon as you get to that scene, it's just like it all hits the fan. Mm-hmm. And all their and confidence all doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Well, what's kind of neat, and before that, they... I don't know if this is on purpose for the aliens doing it on purpose, mm-hmm. but they put them all underneath the, like, gas chamber or whatever, the heating duct, so they couldn't use their guns. Oh, uh, that was probably on Remember purpose. Remember how they collected Yeah, they collected the all ammo? the bullets, yeah. What do you think of that? That was... Well, I was upset, though, because it's like, well, now they can't shoot them, but... It made uh-huh. sense because it was like it was the cooling vents of the reactor. Yeah, that's it, and it's like a nuclear reactor. Though. Yeah, so if they shot it, it would all go up, and so mm-hmm. that I think that the aliens did that on purpose because they're just that smart, and they knew that that would be the safest place to hide. Okay, okay. you know what I'm saying? I think yeah, that oh, yeah. I think they're that smart. The perfect being. 
Oh yeah, they are the perfect organism. They are the perfect hunter killer mm-hmm. combo, which kind of leads into my least favorite part. Yeah. Great transition. Um, the one thing that I did not like about this movie is that they made it so easy to kill the xenomorph. Yes, you're right. That's my one thing. Because I remember in the first movie, we were doing the facts on that, mm. and they said they gave them acid blood just so they couldn't shoot up the xeno. Well, the acid blood plays a part in this one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get their arms melted off or their faces burnt. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Bill Paxton's character, his arm gets burnt because yeah. he shoots it at point-blank range. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was still there. It just wasn't as big a deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's like in the first one, you have one alien, and it's this unstoppable force. Mm. <laughs> and you could say it's because it's going up against truckers and not Marines. Yeah, they only had like one gun. Yeah. But it's still kind of sad to see that this alien is just taken out with bullets and mm. taken out so easily and stuff like that. That's like my least favorite movie of the our least favorite part of the movie is just so how easy it is. They just spray them down with bullets mm-hmm. and they go down with ease. They take a pistol and just start shooting them and stuff. Yeah. And it really made it sad to see this unstoppable beast taken down so easily. Oh, yeah. What I thought was dumb about that is just they just light it on fire once with a flame ex- uh, flamethrower. Mm-hmm. And just the whole thing just catches on fire and just melts it. But you're just oh, like, yeah. that's, that's pretty, it's a pretty cheat way to do it. Mm-hmm. I get that this is more of an action movie than a horror movie, but it just feels so like the, that part of the tonal shift feels so weird to me that it's just like, oh, this un- invincible, terrifying monster can now just get killed by a couple bullets. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a bummer to me whenever I think of that. But if I hold these two movies as two separate things, it doesn't bother me as much. What's your least favorite part, Levi? My least favorite part. Besides the cat being at the beginning. Besides the cat being at the beginning. All right, you took it away from me. Uh, my least favorite part. That's hard because you're like none of it's bad. Because it's a great movie. It is not a great movie, but none of it's bad. Shut your mouth. Um, I mean, you. I had took an hour to finally see an alien. Was it again an hour? I checked. Yeah. Is and it a, really? Yeah, it's a long movie. It is a long movie, actually. I and did not realize that. It is very when long. When I watched it again, I looked at the runtime because I waited till the last minute to watch this, and I'm like, holy <laughs> crap, this is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. I it thought is. it was going to be like around hour and a half to two hours. See, that's it's a my, long movie. That's my least favorite part, is that it could is have been long it, it could have been an hour-and-a-half movie. What were you take out? Uh, the entire beginning. What they they spend half hour arguing that she's wrong and that there are no aliens that it never happened, but, but yeah, then you set but it then up. right away they're like, oh sorry you were right we we should have listened to you. Yeah, like, that is kind of that is kind of weird. It should have been like they could have got through that a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Is but it really an hour until you see? I the checked. Aliens? It is a half hour until you see the face hugger, and an hour until you see the aliens. Wow, that's crazy. I checked. That's yeah, nuts. It is. I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, that see, when you hear crazy. that, it's upsetting. Well, I mean, it doesn't feel slow. Besides that beginning stuff, you're right. They could have probably done that a little different. Have her wake up and then be like, oh, you experienced this alien? We need your help here. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. something like that. But that was my only complaint, really, is that it just felt so long to me. Wow. Yeah, I cannot believe that. Huh. Interesting. Sorry. I mean, it's not your fault. <laughs> and it's not a bad movie. I think it's a great movie. You cannot change my opinion on that. I won't try. Good. I'll fight you, bro. <laughs> Bring it. So let's dive into some more details of this movie with kind of some pointless trivia and facts we thought of when we were watching the movie. I'm going to dive into this with, I think it's kind of cool that in this movie, no one gets face hugged like in the first one. I mean, you see the face huggers and it's implied that a lot of the colony got face hugged. But you don't see it. And that was such a big part of the first movie. I thought it was interesting that... Not a single person gets the sucker on their face. Mm-hmm. They fight a face hugger, you, but it never actually happens. Yeah, you do see a lot more of the face huggers in this, though. Oh yeah, I mean, you get to see a lot more of everything. Whereas, mm. like it is in a horror movie, you don't see a lot of the monster. Everything's hidden in shrouds. Mm. Whereas this action movie, you get to see the face huggers move around and whip around. And they fight Newt and um, Ripley, mm-hmm. and then you get to see um, Bishop dissect them and stuff again so that's kind of cool mm-hmm. and that but that, yeah, no. that was something that did surprise me before we go any further is that the bad guy reveal of the corporate guy oh yeah i forget his name i forgot about that but that was burke. that was a pretty good that reveal is burke. that is so burke. that is burke yeah that was a pretty good twist well it's cool because uh, Sc- uh i was gonna say scorny reaver weaver Ripley, yeah, uh, goes to lay down with Newt, who's a girl they found on the colony, the only survivor of that colony, which is a little girl. Did they ever say how she survived? Um, she just survived on her own. The only survivor. Plot holes, man. Um, they go and the, she takes a nap with the girl, and they sleep, and she has this gun next to their bed. Mm-hmm. When she wakes up, the gun is gone. Mm. And the doors are locked, and you see the gun on the outside of the doors. Because mm. that guy must have came in, took the gun, let the face huggers out, and locked the doors. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't even notice it's that. A, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I noticed it this time. And it's like, of course, the corporate guy is the bad guy in this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, can't, you can never trust the corporation. Mm-hmm. Waylon Yutani Corporation. <laughs> That's the name of the corporation. Is that the... Uh... Same company from the new ones, the prequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh yeah, I thought so. I just didn't know for sure. I think it right now in the order of the timeline. Mm-hmm. No, because those take place before it. Yeah, those are all yeah. prequels. Yeah, yeah. Forget what I was gonna say. It's a lie. It's a lie. But yeah, those are the same people, and you can never trust the company because there's always some kind of ulterior motive and. They normally don't care about people, so... That's fair. Good luck with that. Uh, What's a thing you liked about the movie, Levi? Uh, A thing that stood out to you? Read me some of your notes. Well, there were two things that I thought were interesting that I read online. Uh, Amazon uh, shows you great information as the movie's playing, Mm -hmm. and I watched it on that. Uh, I thought this was really cool, because just for the accuracy, I loved it. And there's two countdowns in this movie... Uh, yeah, the thirty-second one when they're getting off the ship, and a fifteen-minute countdown at the end of the movie. They are both exactly that amount of time, which I thought was really cool. cool that they did that. That is really cool. Most of the times, movies uh, five minutes will last an hour and a half, and yeah. thirty seconds will last 
like 20 minutes. <laughs> so that's really cool that they did that. I saw that when I was reading up some, on some facts that they're exactly that m- amount of time. It's cool seeing that kind of detail in a movie like mm-hmm. this. I just appreciate it. It was really neat. Uh, what did you think, Levi, of the alien queen in this movie? Well, I thought it was an interesting idea because we, the more I thought, the, at first I didn't like it because we know that xenomorphs come from a face hugger going, attacking a person. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, we don't know where the eggs come from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you could just assume that the uh, xenomorphs are asexual and they just lay their own eggs. But then I thought, I guess the queen was a good idea. Uh, a fact mm-hmm. that I looked up about the Queen was that it was not designed by the same person. Yeah, it James right Cameron. They didn't bring him back. They did not. James Cameron just had his own idea for it, and I just thought that that was interesting that they didn't use the same person. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell the design's a little bit different. Like it doesn't look kind of the same as the Xenomorph. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Queen, so it has to be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet Ridley Scott and. I bet Ridley Scott hates this movie. That's what I was going to say. I wonder what he feels about it because it's nothing like any of the alien movies he does now. Mm -hmm. It's not like the alien movie he did before. What do you feel? How do you feel about James Cameron coming onto this project? I mean, it James Cameron is great at what he does. That cannot Mm -hmm. be denied. He has made several of the highest grossing movies of all time. And two of them. Two of them, yeah. Titanic and Avatar. And I love Avatar. I'm. We'll see about these other four, but I love the first one. You and I both went and saw that many times together. And we saw it once in 3D. I'm pretty sure we went more than that. I don't know. And I don't love it as much as you do. I love it, though. I You and I have that have had that conversation. We'll continue to have that conversation, but... And he is great at what he does. But what he does yeah. is not necessarily an alien movie. Mm-hmm. Because I do love what Ridley Scott is doing with these prequels and especially with the original, which is a great movie. And mm-hmm. it's just oh yeah, it's weird to see it just given to someone else and made a completely different thing, you know? So let's take a ride into this rabbit hole of Ridley Scott and what happened with the second alien movie. Oh, yeah? So apparently... I was reading up on this. Um, Ridley Scott had made Aliens or Alien, and it it was a decent. It was a it wasn't a hit, but it was a, it made money and mm-hmm. it was critically got some good reviews. Mm-hmm. Then he went to make another movie, and it did not do well. Mm. And then the heads of Fox they didn't want to make an Alien movie, another Alien movie, so that. Stonewall, the concept of a sequel and stuff like that. And Ridley mm-hmm. Scott actually and H.R. Gregor wanted to do a prequel to Alien to dive into the engineer and the pyramid kind of thing. Really? They were going to do it back which, then? Yeah, which is something we got now with Prometheus and Covenant. Mm-hmm. So that was his idea the whole time. That's uh, pretty Fox neat. heads change. And then they say they want to make a Alien sequel now. Well, Ridley Scott is in the middle of making a movie, and it didn't do so great. And then they asked James Cameron to come in and write the script, because Ridley Scott doesn't really write his own scripts anymore. Really? Um, So they had him come in, and they liked the script so much that they hired him to do this 
um, screenplay. And then Terminator was such a big success that they just like hired him on to do directing. Hmm. And they didn't. Ridley Scott says in an interview says that they didn't even offer him the movie. Really? Yeah. That's so heartbreaking. It, because they own the characters. Yeah. They own the alien. So they own the rights to it. So it's kind of weird, but also like different that they would just go off without it, without him. How's that working now with these new ones? I don't know, actually. Um, because uh, when they started doing Prometheus, I had heard that they were going to do an Alien 5, mm-hmm. which would take place after this movie. Scorny Weaver would come back, um, Bishop would come back, and Newt would come back. That'd be um, cool. And the guy who did uh, District 9 was going to direct it. Oh. And they had concept art and stuff like that, but then it got canned because Ridley Scott didn't want them to do it. I don't know if he got character rights back mm-hmm. or anything, but he decided he wanted to move forward with this prequel kind of story, and that's where they went from there. Do you think it's the same mm-hmm. sort of thing with uh, James Cameron getting the rights to Terminator back? It could be something like that. I, I don't know who owned the rights for Alien. I don't know if it's his original idea or not, but... Hmm. Yeah, he's the one in charge of it now, and that's why it's kind of stonewalled at the moment. Interesting. Yeah. They're not making any new Alien movies as of right now. Is there not a plan to do more? Covenant Last left heard, off open to do another one? Well, yeah. Oh, I When Covenant came out, they had ideas for another one because obviously it doesn't line up right into Alien, mm-hmm. and there's still a lot of unanswered questions. But after Kevnet came out, um, that's another story. Uh, they said, I don't think this is official, but they said they're they're slowing down on the Alien movies to figure out what they want to do with them moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, as much as you like these first two, and I like Prometheus more than I do Covenant. Um, fair. The general consistency is that a lot of people don't like these movies, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, they do things that some fans might not like. Yeah. Um, and it they neither of them were critical successes or box office successes, so Fox is definitely stepping back and reevaluating the situation. And I bet with the Disney-Fox merger that's, that's right. to be finished here soon, um, it'll be a while before we see any new projects like that coming out. Mm. That's going to change everything for any oh, Fox yeah. property. It's going to change a lot because I bet they evaluate which is making money. They'll put the Disney machine to work. They'll be which is making money, which is easy to make, and which can we make a franchise out of. Mm-hmm. And then they'll start churning them out and make a cinematic universe and then profit forever. At least we're going to get X-Men movies, right? I mean... Yeah, sure. I <laughs> guess. Maybe. That could be cool. Uh, another piece of trivia that I really liked that I wrote down in my notes that I thought was really cool was uh, Al Matthews played a Marine sergeant in the movie, but mm-hmm. in real life, he was the first black Marine to be promoted to the rank of sergeant in the field yeah. of, of Vietnam. Well, that's so cool. That is very cool. I read cool. that somewhere. That is very cool. That's cool that he is an actor. Like He came in and acted in this. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of actors, uh, Carrie Hinn, the girl who played Newt, yeah, 
it's kind of funny. This was her only acting role. Really? Uh, she went on to later become a teacher and didn't do any acting after this. It's wow. kind of like the guy who played the alien in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. One, That's one really interesting. And got on out. <laughs> and speaking of the Marines, I'll throw one more uh, pointless trivia fact into this podcast. Mm-hmm. The scene where we meet the Colonial Marines for the first time was actually one of the last scenes they shot. Yeah. James Cameron wanted to add a little bit more realism into it, so he wanted it to be the last scene they shot because then the actors had camaraderie amongst each other, Mm. and they knew each other and spent months filming together. So that's where you really get that sense of camaraderie and that group think of them all being together and like busting each other and Mm -hmm. nagging on each other and stuff like that so i thought it was kind of cool a smart idea on his part to really wait for that so you got that really feel of the group kind of deal yeah and movies are often shot out of order too right oh yeah almost always they're always shot out of order that's really cool though that he did that smart so levi let's dive into our favorite segment that's right a little bit of shy surprise (laughs) Where Shia LaBeouf, uh, he creeps into our podcast and creeps into our hearts. <laughs> Levi, what role would be better if Shia LaBeouf was playing? See, as you know, I put a lot of thought into this segment every week. This is the only thing you think about. But, I don't even know if you watch the yeah, movie. I don't, but this is this one isn't this wouldn't make the role better, but Shia would shine. In this role. Shia would shine. Shia would shine, my friend, if we cast him in Bill Paxton's role. You know, I was thinking about that, too. It'd be perfect. Because he's just, this the whole line of, uh, it's game over, man, would be great coming out of Shia LaBeouf's mouth. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard you oh, say. Oh, but it's so true, and you know it. He would, he would, he he'd rock that role pretty well, I think. He would chew the scenery in that scene for about twenty-five minutes, of uh, just freaking out that they were just attacked by aliens. It would be great. See, I think I got one up on you on this one, and yeah. I think it's the first time I've done that in this podcast because oh, you man. always have some great shy surprises. What you uh, got? How about we put Shia LaBeouf in the role of Bishop? Ooh, see, didn't you say that last time that he should play the android? I think I can just picture Shia LaBeouf playing like emotionless (laughs) very well. Yeah. It might be because he's crazy. That's fair. You know, I think he could do it. See, this time it's not complete emotionless. Yeah. This time it's emotionless with a little bit of emotion, a little bit of heart. Mm -hmm. So actually have to act. You pull it off. You do the knife trick. That scene Have was really cool. The, tunnel. the knife trick, yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, we'll uh, reverse a little bit into facts. One more fact. That's for right. I love this fact. Um, in the knife trick, that that it was in the shooting script to do it just with Bishop, mm-hmm. but no one had told um, Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton mm-hmm. that they were going to do it with his hand. So I don't know if that's him actually freaking out, but. I thought it was pretty cool that they probably did that once with him freaking out. It's hilarious that that happened. It'd be pretty funny to do that on set. Mm-hmm. All right, Levi. Well, especially if it was Shia LaBeouf freaking of out. Aliens. My final verdict of Aliens. I would recommend a friend to see it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Those just, of you that are tuning in for the first time, our little scale we got here is: Would you recommend it to a friend um, or not? Because you know, a movie's great if you could tell someone else to watch it. If you're going to go around and tell someone, "Hey, you should watch this movie," I mean, it must be a good movie. So far, we haven't had a bad movie on this show yet. No, not yet. I've tried and avoid bad movies, so well, that's, that's why I'm showing you good movies. We'll, we'll this whole see. experiment podcast is about me showing you good movies. So, Hey, man, you've missed a lot, too. I know. Speaking we'll of which, there. what's the next movie well, we're going to do? The next movie we're going to do, next week we're diving into the Three Flavors Cornetto, or the Cornetto Trilogy. Edgar Wright's that? British trilogy of Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. All right. So we're going to check out Shaun of the Dead next week. We'll watch the trailer and let you know what we think. Levi, now that we watched the trailer for Shaun of the Dead, what do you think about that movie? It looks hilarious. It reminds me so much of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Of just the same like humor and Britishness, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it just it well, looks this is like by uh Edgar Wright. Really? Uh, Baby Driver. Wow. Um and shot uh now what's the Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, I love Scott Pilgrim versus the World. You know this that. This was his first really big movie. Really? Uh-huh. I'm very very excited to see this movie. Oh yeah, it has a lot of his iconic visual flair to it where it's very smart about everything that's in the frame and all the comedy in it is just on uh, just so great nice i can't wait it took me a long time to see these movies like i didn't see them until i was in college (laughs) and i love all three of these they're all this little kind of pseudo trilogy where they have like all the same actors in it but they're not the same characters or situations but uh simon pegg actually wrote this with edgar wright really uh huh, and it was their first time like pairing together, so it'll be really cool. This is very interesting. So, how excited are you for this movie, Luke? I am very excited for movies I show my brother. I'm Lucas Green, and I'm Levi Green. You can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, and we are on Google Play Music. We are taking over the world, and you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at underscore m i s m b. That's movies I show my brother.